This is the She Force Show with Amy Carlson, where you will find inspiring conversations and interviews, all to help you on your path to becoming more fit, more fun, and more free. Welcome to the She Force Show. I'm your host, Amy Carlson. So today I am just going to go on a little, a little rant about how I got started, what this show is all about, and what you can expect. So I have always been a curious creative seeker, I guess is how I would explain myself. As a kid, um, I was always active, loved being outdoors. And at a young age, had a lot of questions, which may have, so I know some of it's natural and some of it comes from our own individual life experiences. So for me, my parents got divorced when I was very young, age three. And so I think that started some of my questioning, wondering about the sense of belonging, for example, and looking around me and seeing other people, particularly once I got in school, uh, you know, coming from a divorced family was fairly rare. So that factored into my seeking journey. And as an active child, uh, you know, it was very interesting to me that as my body started to shift, as I got a little bit older, getting into the, you know, the preteen, teenage times, that my relationship with my body changed. The judgment of my body suddenly came about. And um, all of that got fairly heavy for me, which I'm sure uh, a large number of you might be able to relate to, that we begin to view ourselves our bodies in particular, as not quite being right when we compare it to this, you know, now that I understand what a an odd standard we have been shown and um, a pretty much impossible standard for most of us. But nonetheless, that was part of my journey. And I'll back it up just a little bit and also say that around age nine, I remember being very impacted by watching my mother get ready to attend some family funerals in succession. And what I learned about those deaths were that they were related to heart disease. And at that very young age, I can distinctly remember thinking to myself, wow, I wonder what I can do to avoid that, to stave that off, to uh, what kind of path could I take that would have more longevity, more health within it? And so that was one driving force. And then the other driving force was, like I mentioned, that I had this kind of body dysmorphia, this um, intense self-judgment about my body. And so there, it was kind of conflicting. On the one hand, I was looking for health. And on the other hand, I was uh, not being very loving <laughs> towards my body. And so I 
part of my journey included becoming a runner. At age 14, at the end of track season, uh, I decided to just keep running. I had done long distance, a mile and the two mile, as it was called at that time, um, the 1600 and the 3200, and discovered that running gave me something. It helped me process some thoughts, number one. And then number two, it seemed to you know, provide this outlet for energy as well as, uh, you know, I was highly aware at that time about burning calories. (laughs) So in any case, uh, you know, running, everything has a serve and a limit and running served me in some ways and limited me in other ways. But that was a big part of my journey from age 14 to age 32. And along that path, I, once I went to college, I am not sure how I became aware of it, but I became aware of yoga. Yoga was not offered at that time at my college, but I remember thinking, hey, at some point I am going to check this thing out. Seems like it has something for me. So when I graduated college, got a teaching job in a very remote area in Montana and um, found myself with a fair amount of time on my hands And not a lot of, I was far from, far from home, far from people I knew. And uh, that actually gave me an opportunity to start studying yoga. And I got a book. I remember it. It was by Eric Schiffman. And I got his um, video workout, which at that time was VHS, of course. And I started doing yoga in my living room. I didn't even know what a yoga mat was. I just did it on a towel. (laughs) And um, my first cue that this was something I wanted to stick with was that my headaches went away. Before this, I had had regular kind of tension headaches. And these yoga poses and probably the breathing exercises helped release some of that neck and shoulder tension. And I was like, wow, okay, I'm sticking with this. And so for, um, you know, an amount of time, my yoga practice was with that book, with that video, all on my own. And uh, I knew that my body felt better and I just kept going. Eventually, I taught uh, a bit of yoga to adult ed class in this little rural area and another rural area that I moved to next. And just basically, you know, one step ahead of my students (laughs) um, that I would teach what I was learning. And so fast forward just a bit. um, I took my first yoga class in person at age, let's see, 29, I believe. So I started when I was 25, took my first in-person, age 29, um, used a yoga mat for the first time and went, oh my God, (laughs) you mean I don't have to slip around in all of those poses? It was just a, it was a wonderful light bulb moment. And when they did the ending posture, the Shavasana, I just remember like, almost being in tears because for the first time I was flooded with this feeling of self-acceptance. And it was at that moment that I knew that I had 
since I was finally feeling it, it meant that I hadn't been living that experience before, probably except when I was a little, little tiny kid. Um, and that was life-changing, absolutely life-changing. And so I continued for a while with doing yoga and running and uh, eventually ran a marathon that was kind of on my bucket list. When I turned 30, that I put that on my bucket list. I ran the marathon at age 31. But yoga really helped me to keep my body, I think, injury-free. And then I was burnt out on running. Ran that marathon, all that training, all that practice, all that time. And uh, I was also feeling some things in my knees that were telling me that they didn't really like running. And so uh, that's when my running went to the wayside. The yoga really, I pursued that a lot more, started teaching. I got my certification at age uh, 31 while I was pregnant with my first child and uh, started teaching more. And then eventually um, had a second child and then got my own yoga studio and taught a lot. It was really a fabulous time of integration because by that point I had recognized that although the thing that drew me to yoga was purely physical, I just wanted to, you know, I had those thoughts in my mind initially that, yes, this is something that will help me burn calories. Yes, this is something that will shape my body. And so I entered through the physical health door to yoga and was soon met with mental health benefits, emotional health benefits, spiritual, soulful benefits, and this this feeling of unity that I had not experienced within myself and then with other people. And that was uh, earth shattering to me that that has absolutely had a huge impact on my life. And so I continued to do yoga through my pregnancies, uh, after my pregnancies, working with my body and um, that feeling of self-acceptance that I had initially found through yoga was really helpful as my body shifted so much during those times of, you know, pregnancy. And then so that attract, excuse me, expansion and contraction of the body. And I I think it also really helped as I was um, riding the hormonal wave before, during, and after my pregnancies as well. And so I encountered a new way of looking at health a more holistic way of looking at health. And then I got my life coaching certificate while I was teaching school and raising my stepkids, raising my little babies, and just recognizing how wonderful both of these things were as a parent even you know, life coaching through the way of asking the right questions, being curious, allowing people to come to their own conclusions. And then, uh, you know, even doing yoga with my children and my stepchildren, making the, uh, you know, teaching breathing exercises to, to young kids and 
and allowing them, you know, kids want, kids are their bodies. I had a professor tell me that once, you know, that so adults live in their minds, but kids are their bodies. And so giving them some of those um, outlets and allowing that physical activity to be okay. In fact, more than okay. And uh, so that has helped shape my reality. And I find that I am coming back to that space of yoga and teaching yoga once again. And it's interesting at the same time, uh, becoming a show host. So I will be one of the things that you can look at within these episodes is there will be some physical health tips, tricks, and hacks. There will be a bit of yoga wisdom, maybe even, uh, you know, suggesting a little yoga pose here and there when it's called for. There will be a lot of talk about creativity. I have a background in art and uh, creativity, I feel like, is the highest expression of self-actualization. I think that it is a calling that we all have to express ourselves creatively. So that will be woven into every one of the conversations I have on this show. Um, So curiosity, creativity, and confidence. How can we build our confidence? And through each of the people that I interview, asking them what their experience is within their own life and within working with Uh, people in whatever way they do. And then I will also be asking regularly to hear from you. What do you want to hear more of? What kind of questions do you have? Where are you at in your journey? And what would be inspiring to you to receive from this show? So if you have particular people that you would like to see interviewed, a particular topic a particular book that has changed your world. I do have an interview series of um, authors as well. So in a nutshell, there is a bit about SheForce and what to expect. At the core of SheForce, it is about inspiring people toward their potential, toward their dreams, toward the things that perhaps you've put to the side for a while while life has gotten busy. And um, now is the time to start to shine the light on that part of you. And I like to think of what I do and how I inspire people and what I would like you to get from this show is helping you go from more of a contracted kind of um, feel, which contraction to me is like, you know, being a little bit stuck, being a little bit overwhelmed, being a little bit drained to more of an expansive feel. And that's that kind of open and free and expressiveness within you. And then to begin to uh, work within both of those so that you can expand and contract naturally, normalize it as just part of life, Uh, just like our heart expands and contracts. That's the same pattern for us. 
and knowing that uh, one thing, one feeling, one situation is not lasting. We are dynamic, so we ebb and we flow. Another thing that you will get bits and pieces of in this show is my love of nature and how we can use the wisdom of nature to inform our own lives and give ourselves some grace. You know, nature doesn't judge itself. Nature doesn't compare. Nature doesn't say this season is right. That season is wrong. Uh, It just flows. And so in my mind, if we can allow more of that flow within our own lives, we will be golden. We will be on our path. We will be energized and we will be living the life force. So here's to your own vitality, your own joy, your own expression, and your own expansion. Thank you. I'll look forward to interacting with you again soon. Hey, thanks for listening to the She Force Show. If you'd like more information about what we do, you can go to our website, www.sheforcecoach.com. Be sure to follow or subscribe to our show on your podcast app of choice. Until next time.